Chapter One, Between a Rock and a Hard Place. After he died, my father left me a rock. It arrived by standard mail, wrapped in newspaper, inside a fake leather shaving pouch. The rock itself was heavy, jet black, slightly oval, and girded by twisted iron rods. It fit into the palm of my hand like a Neolithic weapon. I marveled at how it might once have been fastened to the end of a club or held tightly in an angry man's fist. The violence of it took my breath away. Also inside of the shaving pouch was a handwritten letter from my father's wife, explaining that I should not be angry that my father had left me nothing in his will. He had been a good man, a generous man, she had said. And just before he died, he had told her, specifically, that I should have this rock. At first, I suspected that she had simply searched for the most hateful item in their house as a way of finally expressing her true feelings about me. Certainly, I blamed her selfishness for most of the cruelties in my father's will. But the rock represented a level of creative malevolence I knew to be beyond her. I could feel my father's hand guiding her to it from beyond the grave. My father had wanted me to have it, she'd written, and I believed her. What was in the package, my husband asked as he came into the kitchen. I got a rock, I said, dumbfounded by the cold heaviness of it in my hand. Clark took the rock from me. Must have been a skilled blacksmith to twist those iron rods back and forth around the rock like that without shattering it, he said, examining it. But why would you want to do that anyway? What is it? My inheritance, I laughed ruefully. A few weeks earlier, I had discovered that my father had cut the children from his first marriage out of his will. My stepmother had been reluctant to share the will with us, and now we knew why. When a copy of it finally arrived from my father's lawyer, I was stunned by the harsh clarity of the language used to keep us away from my father's property. None of my money, my assets, my belongings shall go to Mark Finn, Lucinda Finn, or Perdita Finn. If my wife and son should die... None of my money, my assets, or my belongings shall go to Mark Finn, Lucinda Finn, or Perdita Finn. None of the contents of my home, my garage, or outbuilding shall go to Mark Finn, Lucinda Finn, or Perdita Finn. And if they find any quarters under the couch, Mark Finn, Lucinda Finn, and Perdita Finn are not allowed to keep them, I had joked to my brother. In truth, I had never expected any money from my father, nor was that what I really wanted from him. I had thought, given our last few years together, that he might have bequeathed to me or my children some token of his affection, at least one of the late-life watercolors he'd painted of the marshlands around his house. I didn't need or want anything of monetary value, just something that acknowledged the depth and complexity of our relationship. Instead, he left me and my siblings something worse than nothing, a final statement, a threat, really, that we should keep away from his stuff. Nothing of his was ours, except, of course, his rage.